Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me. Box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. I want to remind you this program is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. You can support the show on a one-time basis, support.greatdetectives.net, or become an ongoing sponsor of the show at patreon.greatdetectives.net and support the show on a monthly basis. Well, now it's time for today's episode of The Private Files of Rex Saunders, the original air date, June the 27th, 1951, and the title is The Most Malignant of Diseases, Namely Murder. Rex Harrison stars in another intriguing adventure transcribed from the private files of Rex Saunders. Concerning wealth, money can cure many ills. However, it makes one susceptible to the most malignant of diseases, namely murder. the private files of Rex Saunders. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music and first in television, brings you the celebrated star of stage and screen, Rex Harrison, in another exciting story taken from the private files of Rex Saunders, radio's newest man of mystery. We hope you enjoy these weekly stories of intrigue and adventure. And for another adventure in home entertainment, we suggest you try RCA Victor's fine line of radio and television products, now on display at your RCA Victor dealer. Now for our story. was opening and we were scheduled to attend the premiere. I sent Alec ahead to bring the car around front. I waited at the curb for over a quarter of an hour, no sign of Alec or the car. I began to grow impatient and was about to walk around to the garage when the car pulled up. What happened, Alec? We just about make it by curtain time. I, uh, I was detained. Well, come on, let's get started. We'll have to wait. Wait? Uh. Wait for what? What are you talking about? He's talking about me, Saunders. Oh. Now do you understand? Well, not exactly. How did he get in the back seat? I invited myself. Uh, That weapon he's holding was most persuasive. And now it's aimed right at your head, Saunders. Do you mind telling us, sir, to what we owe the pleasure of this visit? It's not going to be a pleasure for you unless you lay off. Lay off? Yeah. You drop the case, you understand? You drop it like a hot coal. And just what case are you requesting I drop? Hey, look, don't play dummy with me. You keep out of this Stacy mix-up. Stacy? Cut the act. You tell the old man you're resigning. What happens out there ain't none of your business. You get that? And, uh, 
I'm not sure. Now you pull out of the Stacy business tonight, because if you don't, you might wake up tomorrow morning with a harp in your hand. Well, Stacy, Kate, what's this all about? I don't understand. Look, he's getting into the car across the street, that uh, black master down. There he goes. Hurry, Alex, follow him. But Rex, quick, get started. <laughs> Careful. Don't get up too close. Rex, why did you keep this Stacy case a secret from me? I wasn't aware that I was working on the Stacy case until I encountered our gun-pointing friend a few moments ago. Then you're not honest? You don't know anything about it? Really? Really. But I intend to find out what it's all about. Now, keep out of that car ahead. trailed the black sedan through the streets of the city and then out to Dexter, an exclusive suburb. Suddenly the car ahead turned off the boulevard and followed a gravel driveway that arched towards a large, dignified mansion. I had Alex pull up at the entrance to the driveway. Wonder why he went in there. I wonder. Maybe he knew we were trailing him. Maybe he's trying to give us a slip. No, I'm, I'm sure that's not it. Then what makes you so positive? The bronze plate on that stone post flanking the driveway. So? Why, by Rex, it has the name Stacy on it. Yes. The Stacy case, that's what he said. Mm Mm-hmm. Take that driveway. Right. Now, what could a disreputable character like that be doing in a place like this? Perhaps with a bit of luck, we'll soon find that out, Alex. Look, there's the black sedan parked in front of the main entrance of the house. Pull up behind it. Just what do you intend to do? Pay a call on the Stacy family. Come along, Alec. Alec and I crossed the gravel driveway to the main entrance of the Stacy home. We mounted a set of flagstone steps and came face to face with a massive oak door. I lifted the heavy knocker and then let it fall. Then slowly... The door opened. Yes? What is it? This was a kind of surprise I didn't expect. A pleasant one. She was a brunette, and she was pretty. Well, what are you staring at? You. I hope I meet with your approval. Oh, you do. You do. Well, that's nice. What is it you want? My name is Sanders. Rex Sanders. Oh, Sanders. Oh, please forgive me. Uh, come right in. Hmm? What is this? Mr. Stacy is expecting you. Mr. Stacy is expecting me? I'm sorry for having kept you waiting. Won't you come in? You must be quite anxious to see Mr. Stacy. Oh, yes, yes, quite. He's waiting for you in the library. It's that door at the end of this foyer. Thank you. Come along, Alec. We mustn't keep Mr. Stacy waiting. Oh, of course. We mustn't keep Mr. Stacy waiting. What the devil is this all about? Not me. I'm new here myself. Yes? Yes, come in. Well, what is it? I take it uh, you're Mr. Stacy? Yes, I'm Henry Stacy. What do you want? I understand you've been expecting me. I'm Rex Saunders. Oh, you are, are you? George! George! You call me, Mr. Stacy? Rex, that man, he's the one who was in our car. Yes, Alec, he's the one, and I owe him a little... You stay where you are. Come here, George. Yeah, Mr. Stacy. Is he Saunders? Yeah, he's Saunders. 
You sure? Sure, I'm sure. All right, you may go. Yeah, Mr. Stacey. Well, I suppose you're Saunders, all right. All right, no, I'm not even sure of that. Oh, you mean about George? That's what's got you puzzled, huh? You mustn't mind George. He's not as rough as he sounds. Perhaps, but in his own words, that wasn't a water pistol he held at my head. The gun was empty. George was merely doing a little missionary work for me. To get you to do a little work for me. Of a missionary nature, I suppose. <laughs> it's very important that I have an honest and efficient investigator. You certainly went through a devious means of getting me here. Who is he? Uh, my assistant, Alec. Oh, then I can talk freely about the case. What makes you think that I'll take it? You will, when I tell you the details. Perhaps. Go ahead. My nephew, Victor, has been missing for over a week. I want you to find him. Victor is a fool, a stupid, idiotic fool. Hmm, you don't appear to be very fond of him. Fond of him? I can't stand him. He's useless. The only thing he ever wanted out of me was money. When my brother Robert died, I promised him I'd look after this, and that's the only reason I want him found. Have you had any word at all from Victor since his disappearance? Well, not from him directly, but this note came the day before yesterday. If you want Victor Stacy back, be ready to pay out 25000 Instructions will come later. I know how those culprits work. You pay the money and they still won't release Victor. They'll want more. Yes, that's often the case. That's why I want you to find Victor for me. Well, where do I start to look? What places did he have a habit of frequenting? He had bad habits. You could always find him in one place. The Peacock Club. I see. Victor was a gambler. Mm. With my money. I was constantly bailing him out of his gambling debt. And I finally decided to put an end to it. I refused to help him out of his latest jam. Do you think that could have had something to do with his disappearance? It's likely that it might, Mr. Stacey. Oh, by the way, do you have a photograph of Victor? I'd like it for identification. Yes, I have one. It was taken a few years back, but it'll do. That stupid smirk he wears for a face hasn't changed yet. Here in this door. Victor Saunders! What is it? That photograph of Victor. It was here in this drawer, and now it's missing. Someone's stolen that photograph. Victor Stacey's photograph was missing. The only available likeness of the man I was setting out to find. After Henry Stacey gave me a word description of his nephew, Alec and I left. We got into our car outside the Stacey house. Alec was about to pull out when... Mr. Saunders. Mr. Saunders. Wait, Alec, hold it. Mr. Saunders, wait. That girl who let us in when we arrived. I, I have to talk to you. About what? Victor Stacey. What about him? Please, I, I can't talk to you. I, I don't want Mr. Stacey to see me speaking to you. Well, we can drive around a bit. How would that be? Oh, that'd be fine. All right, you can get in front with Alec and me. Thank you. All right, Alec, let's go. Mr. Saunders, my name is Carol. Carol Vincent. I'm Mr. Stacy's nurse. I've been with him a number of years. Mr. Stacy told me about you. It appears uh, you're about the only person he really likes. Mr. Stacy's been very kind to me. And now, Carol, what is it that you wanted to say about uh, Victor Stacy? Mr. Stacy has asked you to find Victor, hasn't he? Yes. He's told you Victor's been kidnapped? Yes. Uh, what about it? 
Don't look for him, Johnny. You'll be wasting your time. What do you mean? He's not missing. Mr. Stacy imagines things. He's been that way since Victor's death. Victor's death? Yes. Victor Stacy was buried two years ago. Here's the smartest graduation gift of them all, the sleek, sophisticated Victrola 45 personal phonograph. It's the gift that keeps on giving, the gift that's practical. You can slip your fingers through the convenient carrying handle and take it with you wherever you go. Then, too, the Victrola 45 personal was especially designed for RCA Victor's wide selection of handy 7-inch non-breakable records that can play as long as ordinary 10 or 12 inches but last so much longer. And since all the major record companies are now recording on 45, you can be sure of enjoying all your favorite music, all your favorite stars, on the RCA Victor personal phonograph. Better write it down and make it a point to ask for the Victrola 45 personal phonograph by RCA Victor. Carol Vincent went back into the house. Alec and I headed down the driveway to the main road. This is completely confusing. Mr. Stacy wants you to find his missing nephew, Victor. And then we learn that Victor's been dead for two years. He's as balmy as a March air. On the contrary, Alec, I'm sure Henry Stacy is quite safe. What? Just as I'm sure that Carol Vincent was lying to us. Lying? How do you know? These papers of Victor's that Mr. Stacy turned over to me. What about them? I'll tell you in a moment. Pull up there at the driveway exit. Yes. Now, what about the papers Mr. Stacy gave you? There's a gun permit among them. That permit was issued to Victor three months ago. Oh, but uh, but why do you suppose Miss Vincent wanted us to believe he was dead? I haven't the faintest idea. Well, now what? I'm driving into town to see Lucky Kramer. Lucky Kramer? Yes, he operates the Peacock Club. Oh, that's where Victor Stacy did his gambling. He's losing, according to his uncle. I have an idea Kramer may be quite helpful to me. Let's see, it's uh, nine thirty now. I should be back here by 11. Good. What about me? What am I supposed to do? I want you to go back there and keep an eye on the Stacy house. I have a hunch that Carol Vincent may leave. Follow her wherever she goes. Alec got out and started back to the Stacy house. I moved over to behind the wheel. I put the car into first and was about to pull out when... Shove over, bud. Hey, what is this? Do what you're told. Shove over. Do you mind telling me what this is all about? I'm taking you to see a friend of mine. He wants to have a talk with you. Who's your friend? You're a nosy, aren't you? Mm, just cautious. My mother told me never to talk to strangers. Is that right? Mm-hmm, that's what you told me. Did your old lady ever tell you about this? <laughs> What do you want with me? Hello, Saunders. Hmm? What's the matter? Don't you remember me? Lucky. Lucky Kramer. That's right. He's okay now, Chuck. Let him go. You don't look so good, Saunders. 
That's odd. I feel great. You know, Lucky, this is quite a coincidence. What do you mean? I was on my way to see you. Oh, you were. What about? One of your customers. Which one? Victor Stacy. What about him? He's missing. I had an idea. Maybe you could tell me uh, where I could locate him. Where'd you get the idea? I understand he owes you some money. I know how firm you are about payment of gambling debts. You've got a habit of sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. That's a bad habit. Sorry, that's my type of business. Smart boy, this is where you get put out of business. Chuck. Yeah. Don't waste any slugs. Me? Not me, Lucky. One shot, he gets it right between the eyes. I'll be back to pick you up later. Right. Okay, mister. Get back where I can get a good look at that smart-talking puss of yours. All my life, I wanted to push over a flat foot. Now it comes. The gunshot shook the walls of the room. I closed my eyes, waiting for the impact of the bullets. I felt nothing. Then slowly, I opened my eyes. Chuck was standing there, his mouth agape. His hands opened and the gun fell to the floor. Body jerked and spasmed. And it fell forward, a lifeless heap. There was a bullet hole in the back of his head. He'd been standing with his back to an open window. I went to the window. He looked out on a dark and deserted alley. The one who had killed Chuck hadn't waited around for my thanks. But believe me, I was never so grateful in all my life. Hello, Alec. It's past 12. You said you'd be back by 11. Sorry, I was detained. Hey, your coat's torn. What happened? I'll explain later. Is any activity here at the Stacy place? Yes, indeed. A car drove off a few minutes after I took my station in those bushes over there. Came back about 10 minutes ago. Where did it go? I don't know. Didn't you try to follow it? No, I didn't. I told you to keep an eye on the Vincent girl. Well, that's just it. It wasn't Carol Vincent who left the house. It was Mr. Stacy. I followed your orders. Come on. I'm having a talk with Mr. Stacy. You mean about where he went this evening? Yes. I have an idea I may owe him a word of thanks. Thanks? For what? My life. What are you talking about? You'll understand everything in a moment. Yeah, what do you want? Tell Mr. Stacy I wish to see him, George. Mr. Stacy hit the hay a couple of hours ago. But that's not possible. I told Come you... Come back he... tomorrow. I'm seeing Mr. Stacy right now. I told you Mr. Stacy ain't seeing you. Now blow out of here before I do something... Going on out here. Ah, so Mr. Spacey has gone to bed, eh? What do you want, Mr. Saunders? Where did you go when you left here this evening? Left here? What do you mean, left here? I haven't been out of the house. I saw you drive off. You're lying, Mr. Spacey. How dare you? Get out of here, both of you. Get out. Not until I see what's in there. I got my point. I yes, go. As soon as I remove this automatic. That gun is none of your business. It is when it's been used for murder. Murder? What are you talking about? You know very well what I'm... Well, what is it? What's wrong? It's automatic, Alec. It hasn't been fired. Of course it hasn't been fired. Now, Mr. Saunders, would you mind telling me what all this foolishness is about? Never mind, Stacy. I'll get it. Hello? Mr. Saunders, is that you? Yes, who's this? Carol Vincent. What? I thought you were here in the house. I went out the back way. I didn't want anyone to see me. I'll explain everything to you later. You've got to come over here right away. Where are you? 39 Crown Street, apartment 47. I received a telephone call to come here. The man on the phone said Victor would be here. 
He told me to be sure to come alone, not to let anyone see me leave. Otherwise, I wouldn't see Victor. I got here ten minutes ago. What happened? No one was here. I, I, oh, just a minute. What's the matter? Someone just walked in. He, this is on Carol. Carol. Hello. Carol. Carol. Hello. You say the superintendent told you 47 was Lucky Kramer's apartment? Yes. But who could have told her to come to Kramer's apartment? Offhand, Alec, I'd say it looks like Kramer called Carol. Here we are. Now, be on your guard. Well, the door's open. All right, come on. Now watch yourself. Well, no one in here. I wonder what's happening to Carol. That's, that. That's Carol. Come on. Go right, Carol. Yes? It's locked in, Alec. We'll break it down. Right. Stand back from the door, Carol. Ready? Ready. Let's go. Keep at it. Once more, do it. Starting to give. Now, with all your might. Mr. Saunders. What happened? Yes, I was speaking to you on the phone. I saw a man standing in the next room. It was Victor. Then someone grabbed me from behind. I must have fainted. When I woke up, I found myself locked in this room. Then I heard a shot from outside. It sounded as if it was in that other room. Have a look around, Alec. Right. Carol. Yes? Why did you lie? Why did you try to get me off the case by telling me that Victor Stacy had died two years ago? Because I didn't want you to look for him. Why? Victor and I were engaged to be married, secretly. I was warned if the police were called into the case, Victor would be killed. I tried to persuade Mr. Stacy not to call you in, but he wouldn't listen to me. Mr. Saunders, I think he would really like to see Victor dead. He hates him. Rex. Yes, Alex? You better come here. Right over here. You better turn around, Carol. There isn't much left of his face, is there? Enough, Alec, to make sure it was once Lucky Kramer's. Back to our story in just a moment. Better write it down, A101. Be sure you remember RCA Victor's A101, an exciting new all-speed radio phonograph. If you want the best in AM and FM radio, recorded music in all speeds, RCA Victor's A101 is the Victrola console for you. Here's what you get with RCA Victor's A101. Two separate changers. One is for 78 and 33 and a third records. The other is the remarkable RCA Victor 45, the easiest, surest changer ever designed. Then you'll hear AM and FM radio with all the rich, deep tone of RCA Victor's golden throat. And this superb radio phonograph is set in a beautiful traditional cabinet that will be a lovely addition to your living room. Yes, the A101 radio phonograph stands apart in styling and performance. The Victrola A101 offers you everything you want in a medium-priced combination, plus all the assurance that comes with the name RCA Victor. <laughs> must be the murder weapon. What's the serial number on that gun? Why do you ask? Read the number off to me, Alec. Very well. N-2178-653. 653. That number checks with the number on this gun permit issued to Victor Stacy. 
I see. Now the picture's beginning to clear. Miss Vincent told us she saw Victor Stacy in here no, before No, I she... know Victor didn't do it. Victor wouldn't kill him. He, he wouldn't do a thing like... Now, uh, hold on, Carol. I didn't say that Victor was the murderer. However, it does look that way. But... Uh, well, perhaps you can help me to prove that Victor is not the killer. What do you want me to do? Well, Alec and I have some checking up to do around this apartment. I wanted to take this gun down to Sergeant Benson at police headquarters, fingerprint division. Tell him I want a speedy report on this weapon. Sergeant Benson, fingerprint division. That's right. And then when you get back here with Benson's report and that gun, we might be able to prove just who killed Lucky Kramer. Sergeant Benson's report. What did he say, Carol? There are no fingerprints on this gun. None at all? None at all. That's strange. What do you mean? Before I handed you that weapon, I made a point of impressing my fingerprints all over the handle. I... I don't understand. Oh, yes, you do. You understand very well. Before you turned that gun over to Sergeant Benson, you made a point of wiping it clean. You were overcautious, Miss Vincent, because you killed Lucky Kramer. You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. You killed Lucky Kramer just as you killed his henchman, Chuck. All three of you were part of a scheme to milk $25,000 out of Mr. Stacy. <sighs> you killed your because you were afraid I was getting too close. Victor Stacy wasn't in this room tonight. You just wanted to make it look like Victor killed Lucky. Am I right, Miss Vincent? Stand back. If you'll look... You'll see this gun is pointed right at you. What about Victor Stacy? Where is he? Victor went out just the way you're going, with this gun. I'm afraid that automatic will do you little good. When I smeared my prints over it, I also took the precaution of removing the cartridges. I know. That's why I reloaded it, just in case something like this happened. Well, I'd say that would put you one step ahead of me, except for the fact that Alec is standing directly behind you. What? And, Miss Vincent, if you'll turn around and look, you'll see that my gun is pointed right at you. But first, let me warn you to drop the one you're holding. I'll get it, Alec. Now, Miss Vincent, this way, please. Oh, I beg your pardon. I'm forgetting my manners. Ladies first, isn't it? Rex Harrison will return to tell you about next week's story. First, an invitation from RCA Victor. Next chance you get, drop into your dealers and look over the wide variety of RCA Victor home instruments designed to bring you the very finest in home entertainment. We know you'll find just the right instrument for family fun at a price that will fit your family budget. Fine instruments with world-famous RCA Victor quality built into every feature and detail. See them tomorrow at your RCA Victor dealer. And now, here is Rex Harrison, internationally famous star of stage and screen, to tell you about next week's adventure. Transcribed from the private files of Rex Thunder.
Next week, it's concerning a masquerade. Concerning a masquerade. It's rather difficult to fathom the beauty hidden behind a lace mask. And it's even more difficult to fathom the ugly thoughts hidden in a feminine mind bent on murder. You have been listening to another intriguing adventure transcribed from the private files of Rex Saunders, written by Ed Adamson. In the cast were Leon Janney as Alex, and the entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is Kenneth Banghart speaking for RCA Victor. program came to you from New York. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. This is Andrea J. Graham, author of the Web Surface series. Oh, and a man's wife. You're listening to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. Welcome back. I actually had to to double check to make sure that uh, I hadn't played the same episode twice, uh, because this plot bears some similarity to the uh, story High Dividends or Shallow Graves, uh, when we're dealing with a wealthy uh, uncle coming to uh, Saunders uh, for help finding his uh, missing uh, nephew who's had gambling problems. Of course, that story did have an entirely different solution, but I had to double check. But apparently, someone writing this did have some nephew problems. Alright, well now we turn to listener comments and feedback. We have an email here from Jim, who writes in, I'm finding that sometimes, while trying to listen to the private files of Rex Saunders, uh, example episode, A Trip to the Death House, it is difficult to understand what is being said. Have you experience uh, with this uh, when you listen to the episode? Is there a quality problem? Is there any way to clean it up? Uh, in answer to your question, it is an underlying quality uh, problem, and there's no not, unfortunately, a whole lot we can do about it when it's a problem with the recording itself. I know Andrew does as much as he possibly can with all of our episodes to make sure that they sound as good as possible, uh, but the private files of Rex Saunders doesn't tend to have the highest quality uh, encodes compared to some of the other series we do. So, yeah, I wish there was more we could do on that, but those are the uh, episodes we have. All right, that will do it for today. Join us back here tomorrow for Richard Diamond and next Tuesday another episode of The Private Files of Rex Saunders. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.